Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. Today's episode is with Kelly Davis. This is based on the interview I did with her last week. I've been taking the longer podcast episodes and breaking them down to shorter five, six minute clips. I've been getting a lot of positive feedback on these episodes so I can continue playing with this format. Today's episode is for anyone who has battled with mental health illness. My guest, Kelly, it started for her in grade school, in grade one, where she said the emotions were too big for her body. She didn't have the words to articulate how she was feeling. Today, she works in policy on Capitol Hill. She works for a nonprofit called Mental Health of America, and she's an advocate for mental health. So without further ado, here's Kelly. For me, it was very young. I think there's this idea that when you turn into your late teens and early 20s, mental health problems suddenly appear. Um, and for most people, that's not actually how it works. I knew probably in first grade, I felt like something was, I felt like something was wrong with me. Um, I felt like my feelings were too big for my body and I felt different from other people. And I really could not articulate, obviously, because you don't really possess the self-awareness or the vocabulary at that age. You know, my eating disorder became worse. Um, there was a lot of bullying, uh, sexual abuse, um, sexual assaults in high school. I abused substances pretty heavily, got into a lot of really toxic relationships. Um, so it, it was a really, I, there were good things, obviously good things that happened, but it was a lot of dark times and a lot of struggle and a lot of getting deep in the hole and climbing out of the hole. When I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, it was really scary for me uh, because of my ideas about what bipolar disorder meant um, about me as a person, but also for the rest of my life. Really, I really rejected my body um, and the issues with the eating disorder. A lot of it was just like a rejection. I couldn't stand being in my own body. And yoga, I got this thing where it was like, well, I can explore my relationship with my body in a way that's safe. Decide, like the beliefs that I had about myself, that I was ugly, that I was weird, whatever, all of these things, that they were just things that people said to me when I was growing up. And like people weren't really saying them to me anymore, but they were like, that was my identity. And I think Cheryl Strayed, and I think it's in Wild. She talks about, like, fear. I think it's like fear is largely born of a story that, that we tell ourselves. So I decided to tell myself another story. And it's like, that's that's what I did. And I think that that's, like, the fundamental shift in deciding that every day you're going to make a decision is because if you have this core belief that I'm not powerful, I'm damaged goods, like, I'm broken, my brain's broken, my soul's broken, like, I got all this baggage. Um, one of the most jarring things <laughs> that I ever had to do uh, was that summer after my sophomore year of college, I was doing um, something called dialectic behavior therapy, um, DBT. Um, it's like there's a bunch of different components to it, but one of the uh, one of the exercises she had us she had us she had me do was she brought out a pack of. Um, post-its and a marker and said, write down all of the bad things you say about yourself. 
So I was like, okay, like I'm all over that. Like I've been practicing this for years. I've been in therapy forever. Like I can spit out in an hour all of all of my neuroses, like everything that's wrong with me. Yeah, I got that. I got that. So I did it, and she's like, put them on your body. So one by one, I put each of them on myself, and it was so painful. Because you could like feel the weight as you saw yourself covered in all these awful words. It was like, oh my God, like I am so mean to myself. How could someone be expected to function when like they're being weighed down by these words and these ideas? And then what she had me do was to write down good things and to pull them off um, and to put the good things on. I started learning that I did have power, even though I had felt for most of my life like I had none. There is no life without problems. (laughs) Like, that is part of the deal. I don't know why it's the deal. It just is. There's a book called Carry On Warrior by a woman named Glennon Doyle Melton. Um, She spoke at a conference, at my work conference last year, I actually have a tattoo from her, or a quote from her book tattooed on my body. And it says, the heart that breaks open can contain the whole universe. Her book really um, made me more comfortable of the fact that I'm just a sensitive person. I'm like, I'm a feels person. And like, it's okay. Like, there's feels people. Everybody has feels. But like, some people are more, you know... I just have big feelings and like it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with me and like there's a lot of value and there's a lot of value that I can bring to the table because of my quote unquote weakness. People know that if you go to the gym and you work out seven days a week, your body's going to start looking different and your body's going to start feeling different. And I think that obviously there's lots of different approaches to this self-help all the things that go into that, but a lot of them are like tools and you do the tools every day and then you can literally change your brain. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, my short podcast with Kelly. If you enjoyed that, let us know. You can hit me up on Twitter at Philip Serpinski. You can find Kelly on Instagram at Kelly A.B. Davis. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you like that, pass it along to somebody else who may need to hear it. Thank you. And until next time.